Hello, beautiful soul sister, and welcome back to another episode of the Soul Powered Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Kiger. I'm a trauma-informed master mindset and money coach, as well as a financial expert of over 17 years. I have spent my entire adult life studying the difference between successful and unsuccessful people, and I plan on sharing all of the things with you on this journey together. This podcast is called the Soul Powered Podcast because it's my desire to share with you how to create a life that is powered by your soul, not by societal standards or what everyone else in your life tells you that you should be doing, but actually powered by your soul. The reason you'd want to do this is because I believe that this is the fastest way to unlock your portal to prosperity and become what I call the wildly wealthy woman. This is the portal that once you enter it, You gain access to the prosperity, abundance, wealth, time, freedom, experiences, fulfillment that are your birthright. I don't believe that you came here to build someone else's dreams. I believe you came here to live your soul-powered life and live it to the fullest. And I plan on sharing with you exactly how to do that during our time together. So thank you so much for being here. I know we're going to have so much fun together today. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful soul sisters. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Powered Podcast. I'm here as your host, Rebecca, with the beautiful Melina. Hello, Melina. Hey, guys. (laughs) And we are here to talk about some really fun topics today, prefacing with the fact that, I don't know, are you still sick, Melina? I think the 100-day cough turned into the 1,000-day cough. (laughs) (laughs) So you're still struggling with a little bit (laughs) (laughs) I am like nasally today. You probably can tell. And I will be sniffling and I also will be sipping on my tea. I know you have a cough drop. It's fine, right? (laughs) Because it's this time of year. We're in February here in Pittsburgh. It's actually been kind of ridiculous weather for this time of year. Yeah, it's been really nice. I've just learned like, I don't know what it is with first grade, but like, I think we got every single germ that's in yes. that elementary school in my yes. house. So, so that's I just probably it brought it to your house. <laughs> no, because I was feeling a little sick before you came. Um, Melina comes over every Wednesday and we work on stuff and it's awesome. But yeah, no, I was a little sick. I think it came from Lana. So we'll recap a little bit about like what's been going on the last couple of weeks and then we'll dive in. Today, we're actually going to talk about how we've been on this train of like the financial thermostat and how that all works. And I really want to dive into how it's really important to understand how our perception of our financial situation actually determines what it is that we experience. And so we're going to get into that in a little bit, but I want to do a little recap because gosh, I think this is the first episode that we've done since Victoria came here, right? Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks actually. Yeah, yeah, because I oh, because last week Victoria and I did an episode, so yeah. By the time this one releases, that one will have probably released. Where she and I did one together, and we kind of took a week off. Things have been a whirlwind. I believe that she and I manifested this good weather, by the way, because when she first booked her trip here, I was like, "Are you certain that you want to come here in February, <laughs> like to Pittsburgh in February? Yeah. Are you sure?" And she was like, I don't care, Rebecca. I just want to come and see you. And I don't care what the weather's like. I'm not coming there for the weather. I'm coming there for you. And I'm like, okay, yeah, come at your own risk, I guess. Like, I'm fine with it. You're welcome to come here. 
And initially we had thought about doing like a ski resort. We were going to go stay at Seven Springs. I guess you did it that way. I know. I literally I was like, in all sincerity, you could come here in February and it's either going to be a freaking snowstorm and we're not going to be able to leave the house or it's going to be nice and like spring-like. We don't know. We're anywhere in between. We don't actually know and we have no idea. And I'm not so going to know. Day, like, right one before. day can be spring. And then the next day we have a yes. So that's Pittsburgh. It's even gone hour by hour. That's yeah, how yeah, Like, I'm not kidding. In the morning, you could wake up and it's like winter. And then afternoon, it's like spring. And then into the evening, it'll be like summer. I'm like, what? I don't even know what to wear. Half the days, Victoria came and she stayed at my mom's house, which... For those of you listening, is literally right across the street. I can see her house from here. And it was just nice because my mom has a huge house with big, big rooms and they all have ensuite bathrooms. And my mom lives there alone. So I'm like, why don't you just go stay there? Because then that way she has her own space. And every single morning she would walk down to go and like we'd walk the dogs every morning. And um, I'm like, okay, what's the weather like today? What do I need to wear? <laughs> because you literally do not know. And it changed from day to day. It was like actually freezing the one day to the point where I didn't bring gloves and I was absolutely so freaking cold. It wasn't even funny. And then literally by the time she left here, I think on the last day that we did our walk, it was actually hot outside to the point where we didn't even need sweatshirts. So it changes. Yeah. Our weather is insane. Life has been kind of insane over the last couple of weeks too. For me, at least it's just been like back to back. With Lana's birthday, she turned 18 and then Victoria came here and then Lana went to go visit her boyfriend who lives in Virginia. And then my other good friend, Alicia, came here from Kansas City and I was hanging out with her and it's just been a whirlwind. So I'm really excited to kind of be back in the groove of talking about all this stuff because it's important for me to share. And I feel like I have a different perspective. Honestly, I just feel like staying in this work has allowed me to just quantum leap like so rapidly within my own perspectives. And it's really cool because one of the things that we talk about a lot in my community is the difference between energetic decisions, right? And and things happening on an energetic level versus like strategic things and then happening like in the 3D world. But the way that this actually works when you're creating success in your life is it always happens. Everything that happens in life happens on an energetic level first. So when we want to manifest something, we have to see it in our mind's eye first. Like it exists somewhere, right? It's not the 3D world, but it exists somewhere. And so I have been doing like a tremendous amount of work on the energetic level. And then it's really fun is once you kind of get to a place where you know that something is going to manifest whenever you don't actually feel like you need it anymore. Like you've manifested, you've seen it in the 3D, like maybe if you've done a lot of visualization or, and by the way, guys, if you need support on like where to start with some of these processes, I'd be more than happy to like share, you know, visualization practices and things like that. We do that inside of the Rise to Riches Roadmap all of the time. And it's really, really powerful because when you are able to understand how to create something in the quantum field, what happens is, it's created in the energetic world. And then because we live in a 3D reality where it it takes time for things to manifest, that it eventually comes, right? But the beautiful part is that normally 
we get ourselves so attached to what it is that we desire. So if we take an example of, let's say a business idea or an income goal, let's say you have an income goal and you're like, you visualize yourself exceeding this goal and say it's $20,000 a month that you want to bring in and you visualize yourself and you get really excited and you start kind of trying to manifest it, but it's not coming as fast as you want it to. What we can do to block our manifestations is to feel all of that resistance that comes up. Like we can start to really be like, oh my gosh, you know, what's wrong with me? It's not happening. It's not working. Nothing I'm doing is working. And that is a vibration of lack. And that will actually like repel what it is that we want to call in. The contrary is true though, that whenever you start to detach yourself from the outcome and the how, like, and you actually start to surrender to the universe and allowing the universe to do what it needs to do in order to bring what you want into your reality. When that surrender happens, the paradox is that that's typically when it speeds up your manifestation. Like as soon as you let go, right? Okay. Think about like a bow and arrow. So if you're thinking about it like that, when you're pulling, 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 pulling back, that's like your resistance to your manifestation, right? You're pulling, 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 pulling back. And then at the second that you let go and you let the universe do what it's going to do, it like fucking catapults. It's just gone, right? <laughs> it's like the arrow goes way further sometimes than you even like thought. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited because like that's where I'm at right now with just the manifestations that I've been calling in, in terms of, you know, the business success and the desires that I've had on my heart to make a big impact on the world. I've let go of that resistance. And like the second that I let go, things are starting to speed up, right? And this comes in waves too. Like, do you ever experience that where you have that kind of happen for you? Yeah, like I feel like a lot of pressure and then I like have to step back and like, listen, like things work out. Like they tend to work out. They always work out. Like I know what their goal is. Yeah, maybe a little speed bump, but like, why am I putting so much energy into that? And then like, I'll just stop, not stop, but like, I'll just like stop like, stressing and putting so much into it and then something better comes along and I'm like okay and it's like it just works out and and that's the paradox of life right because I think that so often we just hold on to this stuff and that really leads into a conversation that we were going to have today well we were going to talk about our perception around our relationship with money how we perceive it is how it will come to us so I want to get into that with you and then I also want you to talk about some breakthroughs that you had because you know as we talk a lot you do tell me about (laughs) some of these I want you to be able to share those so yeah if you want to start with the breakthroughs yeah because one of the things that I was in the shower the other night and I tend to get a lot of downloads in the shower because water is a conduit for energy, right? And if we're all energy, which we are, we're getting messages and things all of the time from our highest selves and our spirit squad and all of our, you know, I call them like our team of light. We're always getting downloads and information. A lot of us just don't slow down enough, like you were just saying, (laughs) to like actually allow for that message to come through. So I've been really intentional about spending time just being like really quiet, And I want to share this with you all because I really feel like so many high achieving women that I see on a daily basis, they struggle with this. They struggle with slowing down. They struggle with feeling like if they slow down, that something bad is going to happen or that like, they're not going to make as much money or the revenue is not going to be there or whatever it is, or, you know, they're not going to get any clients and it actually couldn't be further from the truth. We're intuitive individuals, especially when like, we're trying to follow our soul's path, which anyone listening to this podcast, like 
the name of the podcast is, you know, the soul powered podcast, right? It's all about living a soul powered life. And so we have to be able to like slow down in order to speed up sometimes. And for me, this happens a lot in the shower. I intentionally spend time every single day, which I would highly recommend doing that if you are wanting to download more information, if you want to get more guidance, if you want to start working smarter instead of harder, stop trying to do it all by yourself. Like in all sincerity, it's just not going to work. Like you are not actually designed to know how to do every single thing in this world. Like that's not in part of your design. You're designed to tap into that higher knowledge, that higher wisdom it is a part of you and you are a part of it. So there's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't mean you're broken. doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. But the other day I was in the shower and I was asking a question of my higher self around, I've been healing this fear of being seen, which I've shared a bit on the podcast before and with you. And this fear, this underlying like deep fear of really being able to show up fully in my authenticity. And I've been unwinding that and unwinding that. And I really feel like I've gotten to a place now where I don't actually have that fear anymore. And so I was asked my higher self, okay, so if let's say I decide to make some changes in my life because I no longer have this fear, what would you have me do? Like, what's the best way that I can impact my community? What's the best way I can impact people and show up and allow them to see me fully? And I have a very clear audience gift, meaning I can hear my higher self very, very clearly. And sometimes she's very loud. And I heard Clara say very loud, you need to go live on TikTok every single day for the next year. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) It's never like what you want to hear either. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I do not want to do that at all. And I started like all of this resistance, all of this resistance. And I was like, there's just no way. There's no way I'm going to be able to commit to it. What if I'm sick? What if I'm on vacation? What if this? What if that? And I think I shared this with you on Wednesday, right? Yeah. And so we were talking about it too, like about how, yeah, like we're on social media every day. Right. But why would it be so hard to go live? Even if it were something small, like you're just literally creating the habit of going live. Like what's the big deal? Like I post something on Snapchat like every single day. And every day. It's very easy. It's something small. But when you say a year, it seems like it's so big. It's exactly. so much like, but yeah. it could just be a couple seconds. Exactly. So that was, I think, the overwhelming part for me. And so I was like, you know what? All of this fear started coming up. And then I realized if you preach, right, to other people, and you also have experiences in your life where when you followed this guidance, when you followed your inner knowing, when you've trusted your gut and you went after it and you literally did what it was saying to do then why would this be any different like if you got a positive outcome every other time you've done it then why would this be any different and I made the decision that it was okay to be afraid it was okay to fear showing up every single day for the next year and still take action like fear is a thing. Fear is a part of your life. Fear is a natural response to things, but it's okay to have fear and choose not to be afraid. Right. And that was really impactful for me because I really sat with it and I'm like, what's the worst thing that could happen? Like nothing. The worst thing that could happen is I'm in the same boat that I was in and I already am seeing evidence that that's not true. So I decided to go live and I've done it every day for the last three days, which is cool because actually with the ways that I was like talking myself up in my head about how hard it was going to be, even though I'm sick today, it's like 
super simple and I've just been doing like get ready with these or so anyways if anybody is on TikTok <laughs> come over and hang out with me because you have the opportunity to chat with me every single day and really my intention behind these lives is to be able to just help people with what they need like people who show up it's like what do you need support with what do you need help with what do you need like how can I serve you how can I help you how can I help you break you know the cycles in your life that aren't serving you how can I help you make more money save more money how can I help you create a financial breakthrough? And that's literally my sole goal with all of it. So it's been really cool though. Every single time I've done it, I've gotten like several new followers and people commenting, people engaging. And I don't know, I'm really just like looking forward to where this is all gonna end up. So I was just thinking, you know how on Facebook or whatever, it has like your memories from a year ago, three years ago, 10 years ago, and like, you know your feelings now just wait until you see those memories and you're like oh my gosh I did it like I committed to it like it wasn't yes. that bad like now Dying like us in 2010 when we see our posts and they're just like so cringeworthy like, like <laughs> exactly like holy That's shit you gotta start like... somewhere though yeah <laughs> and the funny thing is like I actually I don't fear going live I've done it on Instagram a bunch but for some reason, it's like this new platform, this new territory that I don't understand. It's like yeah. where I've struggled showing up has been in places that I felt uncomfortable. And yeah. so I was like, well, how much more uncomfortable could it be to go live on a brand new platform that you have never been live on before every single day for the next year? Well, you're going to learn really <laughs> quick about the platform. So exactly. like, that's a bonus. And it is a cool platform. So come and hang out, guys. If you do have TikTok, it's Rise with Rebecca. I'll plug it in the show notes, but if you want to come live with me. And then also it made me realize that for probably the last six months, I've had this idea of doing a coaching opportunity every single week live on Instagram or TikTok and, or I'm not sure exactly if I'm going to do it on both where every single week at the same time, I was planning on going live and just offering like coaching support. So I was going to call it like cosmic coaching hours because this is really something that I've been driven to do. But the funny thing is I've been like resistant to it because it's like, oh my gosh, I have to commit to it once a week. And like, I don't know if I can and blah, blah, blah. It's so funny because now it seems like a fucking breeze that like, yeah. oh, you literally are going live every single day. So why not make one of those days your cosmic coaching hour a week? Like that's fine. So I am starting a series. I'll share with you guys whenever I know. Actually, it'll just be linked in my bio on TikTok. But every single week, I'm going to have like an hour set aside starting probably next week where I'm just going to be going live and actually like supporting people and coaching them and helping them create breakthroughs in their financial life. That would be awesome because it also like even with this like the podcast like we'll see what people want and what they want to share with us to talk about what we can dive into more like exactly. just off that so that would be really cool yeah I'm really excited I am and I'm just excited to see like what happens because I'm like fuck it like this whole year I just want it to really realistically be how much can I lean into this intuitive guidance and just see where it takes me because none of it actually typically makes any sense like to our logical brain, we've always been taught to like use logic and logic our way through things. But in all reality, we logic our way out of things. We do. <laughs> That's what of we the do. things that we're actually supposed to do, right? Yes. So I'm just like, we should do an experiment. Okay. We need to do an experiment where it's like, how 
much can we lean in to our higher self, our higher self's guidance and just see like, how much can we just follow it? Even if it doesn't make sense, even if we're driving and it's like, turn left and you're like, wait, why? Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> wait, I'm supposed to turn right. It's like, no, just turn left. And who knows? Maybe, you know, I've had this happen before where maybe there was like a beautiful encounter with like a deer that like, maybe that was supposed to be a sign to, you know, guide me or, or something. Fox, like, that or a fox. Or a fox. Oh my God, what the <laughs> hell was that thing? We were sitting in my office the other day. I literally, I want to see it so bad. I keep going outside. I'm like, like, what was that? Coyote. It's a deer. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it almost looked like a little donkey. And I was like, Eric, I think it was a jackass. Like I literally <laughs> don't know what it was. I mean, again, logically, it probably was a deer. So we're sitting in my office the other day and Melina had just got here and we're like getting set up to like start working on stuff. And then I look out the window and there's this little, it literally looked like the size of a small dog with like a bushy tail. I think it looked like a fox, but it kind of looked like a mangy. Like, did you think that too? Well, I didn't really. So when you first saw it, like I tried to get over there. So by the time we got to your front window... I saw a whole bunch of white-tailed deer. So I was like, I don't know, baby. You can see deer. the baby. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so we go running. We go running as fast as we can. <laughs> I was like, what is that? And I just start running because it's running through the side yard. And then, like, we had to go to the front window. And I have no idea what this was. My intuition says it was a fox. But then why did it run up to all the deer? And also, Eric was like, that's weird because deer don't usually have babies around this time of year. Yeah. So I don't know what it was, but... Yeah, I have to if look at it. If it was a dog, like, going after the deer, like, Chief would go after them. It, I don't know. It could have been a dog, but it did not look like a dog. It looked like more like a fox, which is funny because I had a dream about a fox a couple weeks ago. And then Sabrina, who's my other good friend, who I meet with every Friday, she saw a fox. Oh. And I potentially just saw this fox. So maybe yeah. we'll around again. But this is what I'm talking about, though. See, like... Sometimes there are things that come up in our reality that we're just sort of bypassing, like even these dreams, like, why did I dream about a fox? And then the very next day, Sabrina saw a fox and yeah. told me that she saw a fox. And so I didn't stop to pause to like, look into what that meant. We did look up the meaning of a fox, but that was the end of it. And this is even just like a breakthrough for me right now, as I'm talking about it, it's like, these are the kinds of things that our higher self is trying to send us. Yeah. Because there's some significance there. Right. That's what I want to like get better with. So like you consciously can, you know, receive your downloads. You go in the shower, you do that. Like, I don't know if I just can't like shut my brain off enough to do it. Like, so I get a lot of mine through like when I'm dreaming, that's yeah. when I receive. But like, I need to work on that and just like dedicate and like keep practicing and keep practicing like the habits. So maybe it can come that way, but yeah. Yeah, no, it's huge. And I also think that you are very intuitive. You get a lot of intuitive guidance. And I think that when we can confirm with our higher mind that this is the way that I get intuitive guidance and then build on that, it's like, I think sometimes as I'm learning about my intuition and tapping into my, my gifts, I think for a long time, I was like, I really want to like see energy and there's something called the five clairs, which are all about our spiritual gifts. And they're kind of linked to like our five senses. So mm -hmm. you have, and I know we're going in a different direction with this, but this is like intuitively where I'm being guided to go. 
So we have like our clear audience, which means that we can hear guidance. There are a lot of people who are audible individuals who will literally hear guidance. There's clairvoyance, which is when we just have a knowing and like a gut feeling. There's clair, which is linked to also like a knowing. So there's clair audience, clairvoyance, claircognizance, clair olfactory and claircustatory, which are also like tied to like some people can like smell and taste guidance. So like, do you ever hear of like a medium or something who was doing like a reading and they're like, oh, I can taste like blood because maybe like someone that they are seeing was like killed in a brutal way or something. I don't know. Like I'm only like really diving into all of these things, but as I've been diving into them, I've been realizing that like, I have a lot of these spiritual gifts. Yeah. Remember we were talking about the phantom smells. Yes. I was like, I keep waking up and it smells like really good food. I don't know if I would have been hungry, but like, it's like the same smell. And I like get up, I look around. I'm like, what the heck? Like it wakes you up out of a dead sleep. See, and that's how, you know, like that's your guidance system. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes we want to experience guidance in a different way than which, because we're all going to have like a primary natural way of receiving our guidance. And when we acknowledge it, And then like be grateful for it and practice that muscle before trying to move on to the next one in my experience is what allows us to like unlock even deeper because I would be like, I so badly wanted to like see. And so for you, you're experiencing your guidance in dreams, just continue to unravel what those dreams might look like. Like if I were you, I would start a dream journal, even if it's on my phone, when I wake up, I would literally just put like the date. I actually have a dream journal on my phone. I literally have in the notes, but like put the date and like what a synopsis that you like dreamt about. Mm -hmm. What were like the common themes? What were the things you remember? What are the most important things? And then when you look back on that, you'll start to actually see some parallels and themes because your higher self is trying to communicate with you through this dream. I also believe that our unconscious mind is trying to tell us things through our dreams because our unconscious mind, the language of our unconscious mind is imagery and emotion. So when you have a dream, sometimes people think like, oh my gosh, like I dreamt of like one recurring dream for me is that I'm seeing my ex who's Lana's dad. And then my ex morphs into Eric in the dream. And what I realized is it's not that I want my ex or that It's really no significance to him in particular. But what that was to me was that my internal representation and my fear that like Eric is going to somehow turn into, you know what I mean? Like there's going to be dishonesty. My ex would cheat on me a lot. He was very abusive. So that was clear to me that I still had a fear that Eric was going to end up like being like that. So it's my representation. It's not that there's a significance to him. It's what he represents to me. So I think that when you can pull out those common themes and then you can start to experience more of what it is that like in your waking time. So the more that you show the universe, like, okay, I see you, I hear you. I see you're trying to communicate with me. I'm going to try to decipher these messages. The more prevalent the other ones are going to become in your waking life. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really true for everyone because as we're unfolding all of this stuff, 
it's important for us, right? So this really leads us into this next conversation around how we perceive our financial situation is how we experience it. Because the truth is, think that we have to do all of this on our own. When we think that we're alone in this world, when we think that we're not supported and that we can't achieve our goals and our dreams, quite literally, that will be your experience of life because the universe is neutral and it doesn't have any sort of judgment as to what it is that you want to experience. It's just going to give you what it thinks that you want. And the way that you tell the universe what you want, quote unquote, is by what you focus on. So for instance, if you're focused on lack and you're focused on, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, like I can't do this, it's not possible for me, mm-hmm. then what happens is the universe is like, oh, okay, like that's what's important to her. She wants more lack. Otherwise she wouldn't be focused on it. Does that make sense? It does. So yeah. It's literally like so important for us to understand that our perceptions of the way that things work in this universe will be our experience of it. And this is actually quantum physics that teaches us this. This isn't like there's studies. This is beyond a hypothesis at this point. It's there's something called the double split experiment that proves this concept of it's called the observer effect. And I'll leave you guys to just Google or go on YouTube and watch some information around the observer effect. But it's actually really, really fascinating. And what this experiment was trying to figure out was essentially at the core of our being. They literally took a microscope and looked at the innermost working of a human being, which is photons and electrons, right? Like we learned this stuff in like science class. And I'm not a quantum physicist, so don't quote me on this stuff, but I know enough to be dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) But the way that this works is there is essentially two ways that our innermost electrons can act. One of those is in a particle form, which creates matter. And another way is in a wave form, which creates frequency. It's the only two ways that these photons can act, essentially. And that makes up all of the entirety of the world. So every single thing in this entire world, when people say like everything is energy, that's what they mean. That every single thing on this planet, including you and I, including this cup I have right here, like this table, my computer, like every single thing is made up of either a particle or a wave or both. So what they were trying to figure out was... When do things act like a particle and when do they act like a wave? And they did this study to show, and the freakiest thing happened. When the scientists were observing the photon to see if it acts like a particle, it would act like a particle. And when the photon was being observed to see if it would act like a wave, it would act like a fucking wave. Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. That but like they were putting their energy into it. It's basically what it comes down to, what it boils down to, is that the innermost workings of our being is intelligent light. It has an intelligence and you are the one that controls what it is that you see and perceive. 
That's what that means. Because yes, they were putting their energy, they were literally communicating with this particle or with this wave and saying, I want to perceive you as a particle. And so the intelligent light was like, okay, I'll act like a particle. When I want to perceive you as a wave, the photon was like, okay, I'll act like a wave. That's crazy. It's crazy. I need to watch this. Yes. I'll send you the YouTube video. Yes. And this is quantum physics, right? And this is why when we talk about this concept of your perception of your reality is what you will experience. It's a literal thing. This isn't just esoteric BS information that we're just regurgitating. It's like, no, when you experience your financial life in this way, and you are seeing it through the lens of scarcity, you will experience scarcity, period. It's quantum law. It's the way it works. It's not just esoteric bullshit. You're literally instructing your financial situation to be that of scarcity Mm -hmm. by focusing on scarcity. So instead, (laughs) the most important thing that you can do is begin to shift your experience of your financial situation to that thereof abundance. And when you learn how to do that and your dominant vibration is that of abundance, then it becomes momentous because now you're starting to get more and more evidence that what you experience in your life is based on your perception. And so it no longer becomes this oh my gosh, I can't believe I manifested $10,000 today to, duh, of course I manifested $10,000 today. Right. I know how to do this shit. You know, (laughs) when that switch flips, everything changes. Because when you actually really understand that you are the co-creator of your reality, why I say co-creator is because you're creating with the intelligent light, which is the universe, in my opinion. That's where intelligence lives. So you're co-creating your reality with this intelligence and with other people. So when we say that, like, that's not, again, some fluffy thing that just maybe works. This has literally been proven. So when we talk about, and we're going to kind of land this plane today on this idea of how are you experiencing your financial life? What are some of the ways that you're speaking about your capabilities, your possibilities? Do you see it as a limited resource? Do you think that more money is going to heal your relationship to it? Because when you see it from this lens, right, it becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy. Are you seeing it as the answer to all of your problems? Are you seeing yourself as a victim to it? Like, how are you experiencing yourself in your financial situation? And I guarantee if you wrote down how you are experiencing your financial situation, your reality matches that because the universe doesn't give us what we want. It gives us a direct reflection of who it is that we are. It gives us a direct reflection of what we're saying that we're creating. Yeah. That's it. It's that. You think you deserve it. You got it. Do you think you deserve it? I know. Exactly. Do you think I you know. can do that? I <laughs> That's know. right. That's right. Do, do all of our listeners know? Guys. I hope so. Absolutely. It's important, right? Yeah. It's important. And if you need help 
developing these things. That's what we're here for. Okay. Utilize the support. Come and join me on the, you know, TikTok rants every day or get <laughs> into the world, right? I have an ebook that's linked below too. It's called your financial breakthrough, right? Start to stay in the work, get in the work. We have an upcoming workshop that's coming up in March where we're going to be diving even deeper into all of this. It's called the financial breakthrough experience. I'm going to be giving you guys more information on that soon. So get yourself into situations that you're going to learn more about how to do these things because it's easier said than done, of course, just like everything is, but also like, it's a very, okay, so how do I create a dominant vibration of abundance? And there's a lot of different ways that we would need to do that, right? There's nuanced ways, depending on your specific situation, your programming. So we're going to land this plane on that idea. And I want to give you a alignment assignment for today. That's what I call all the homework I give inside of my, the Rise to Riches roadmap. But I just really want you guys to write down, like grab a pen, grab a notebook, do it on your notes app on your phone. It doesn't matter. What is your experience of your financial situation? How are you showing up? What energy do you have? What are your beliefs and thoughts around what it is that you're capable of creating in your financial life? And then without judgment, hold that paper up and do a reflection of, okay, like, is this how it's actually showing up for me? And 99% of the time, that's going to be exactly how it's showing up for you. I'm going to rewrite that paper. Exactly. <laughs> write the paper, right? That's yeah. idea. So once you're done with that, the awareness is key though, right? If you're becoming aware of this stuff, then all you got to do is shift your thoughts, your vibration and your beliefs. That's right. Right. It's that simple, but it's not always that easy. So that's why we're here to support you and continue to help you create all of these habits because that's when you're going to experience your next breakthrough. Yeah. I love it. All right, my love. Do you have anything else to share? Anything that you want to say to summarize our chat today? Well, we already landed the plane. We're all standing up in the aisles at this point. Like, we're going to have to wait until next week. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's the worst part of a flight, by the way. I so hate I'm going to keep it. you here much longer because nobody wants to be in a sardine can. But um, I also hate when all the people stand up at one time. Like, we're not Where going. are we all going? Where are you going? Where like, are we going? And then I stay seated and the guy in front of me stands up. So it's like butts in my face. I mean, yeah. it's not always a bad thing, but. <laughs> no, but most of them, like, it's like, sometimes they stink or like, if people are right. they just where are we going for two hours? Where are we going? Like, <laughs> I don't understand that concept. Okay. So yeah, let's let people out of the aisles. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> get off the plane, go back to your destination, whatever you were doing after, you know, before this, get back to your life. Go do your homework, right? Go do your alignment assignment. And we're going to continue chatting about this next week. So if you guys have specific questions on how to do this, make sure that you hit us up on either TikTok, now that we're going live every day, or Instagram, Rise with Rebecca on all of those. Come join the Facebook community, get into the world, stay in the work, and we're here to support you. Thanks a lot, guys. And we'll see you next time on the Soul Power Podcast. Soul Sister, thank you so much for tuning in to this entire episode today. If you enjoyed this episode, would you do me a favor and leave a quick review? This allows me to reach more people. And if you found value, I know others in your life will too. Also, be sure to share this episode on social media along with your biggest takeaways so I know what resonates most with you and I can keep the good stuff coming. 
And if you're looking to dive into a deeper connection than this podcast will allow, consider checking out my Rise to Riches experience in the show notes below. I would love to hear how these messages have helped you take one step closer to living your soul-powered life and becoming the wildly wealthy woman. Sis, let's continue to rise together. I'll see you next time. Bye.